Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm going to try and have a soothing voice because I'm on with Bonnie and everyone seems to like her voice. So, Bonnie, do you want to just say hi? Hello. Oh, that was a bit croaky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's soothing most of the time. Yeah, so today me and Bonnie are going to be having a little bit of a discussion that could be very controversial, but I do think we're going to have the same opinions. <laughs> so it might be, might be good, might end in disaster, but we'll see. So we're going to really chat about should personal trainers or coaches use their bodies to promote their businesses. So obviously that's very broad in terms of a topic, but we are going to go a little bit more in depth. But just to start with, Bonnie, do you think people should use their bodies to promote their business within fitness? Um, so, which is <laughs> a big question. I think um, ultimately, I think no. And that's a decision that I've come to after many years and doing different things myself and watching other people do different things I think at the end of the day your like your ability as a coach to get yourself in great condition bears no reflection on and is no indication of how well you could coach someone in any other in, in, in any way right so I think it can be misleading I think it can be irresponsible to be like here's my body look how amazing I look so, you know, let me coach you and I'll, I'll also make you look like this because, you know, you won't, like, we're different people, we're different humans, we're never going to look the same. So it doesn't, I don't think it indicates how well you're going to coach someone, right, which is ultimately the, your job, right? Your job isn't necessarily to look good, your job is to coach people and, and get them results and provide a service to them, you know? Yeah, um, no, do you agree? I, yeah, I 100% agree. Um, like, it, it's interesting because, like you said about... Um, like over many of years you've come to this decision which is it's true because we're going to get on to that in a minute but I'm the same I used to have a completely different outlook than I do now um but I mean my outlook now is better compared to what it used to be but like like you said it should be a case of the coach's job is to coach other people to get in shape not to get themselves in shape and a coach that gets themselves in shape doesn't necessarily mean that they can get other people in shape. So just leading on from what we said there um, and how we took a couple of years to come to this decision, have you ever used your body before to promote your business, Bonnie? Oh, dear. Um, analysis. <laughs> Listen, so I, before I was a PT, got into fitness, you know, got into the whole Instagram world and was like completely fell into the thing of like posting pictures of your body um I think at the time I thought it was inspiring I realize now that it's not inspiring I think like your story can be inspiring but there's a way to tell that without getting your butt out right <laughs> like you don't need to be doing that um and I think for me definitely and I think you might be the same like I'd never been into fitness so to and I'd never felt confident in my body until I got into it so suddenly I would I was, you know, I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I feel strong and I, I feel, I really like how I look and I'm really confident in that. So I think that kind of got to my head and probably from a place of insecurity, actually, I started posting all of these pictures and, and I don't regret it. You know, I was, I was young and I imagine you were, you were young as well, Dylan. Um, still am, still I, am. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, it's still am, you cheeky fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I think... It got to a point where, and I, like I say, I don't regret it. I just think it wasn't helpful to anyone. It wasn't inspiring. You know, I think like my story is good and a lot of people relate to my story, but I don't need to be reminding everyone every day of how my body looks, right? Like it's pretty much the same. You know, it's looked the same for the past like <laughs> three years now. Like there's nothing, there's nothing new to tell you. Um, so yeah, so my view has definitely, definitely changed. It's not to say that I completely disagree with other people. Do what you want post pictures of your body if that's what you want to do but I think it's got to a place now where I'm like this isn't about me anymore right like my business is to help other people it's not about me it's not about my body like my you know your story might be helpful your story might might be inspiring but like you don't need to you don't need to post pictures of yourself to show that right 
Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I've, same as you, used to use my body to, I don't like to say promote my business because it didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, you were just posting for the sake of it? Like, no, like, obviously I wanted to post it to benefit my business, but when I look back, like, it just didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I done it from, like you say, I done it from, like, a place of insecurity I felt mm-hmm. like if I posted pictures of my abs, which I didn't really have abs many a times, but when I posted pictures of like me like topless, I thought it made me look empowered in a sense. Like it made me feel empowered mm-hmm. and I was just like, actually, I'm not insecure. When really deep down, I was a very insecure little kid. <laughs> and You're posting it like you might be feeling confident in yourself maybe, but you're ultimately still seeking validation, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. And I also find that in terms of, like, from a coaching's perspective, it doesn't bring people closer to you. It pushes people further away. Like, it makes people really, actually, just in short, you look like a knob. There we go. Like, I just think it makes you look like a self, self-obsessed self knob. Like, and I, and I do think that to this day, especially with a lot of people I see on Instagram. It just, like, they might be the nicest person in the world. They might be extremely humble. But if you're constantly posting pictures of how you look and talking about yourself or relating a caption to something that doesn't relate to the photo, like, here's my what I eat in a day, 2,000 calories version, but also the photo is my bum. Like, (laughs) it's not really... Oh, you know what, like... Like... But I can't even laugh. like that was me. Dylan, that was me. How far I've come. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think because if like if you want to have a private page where you post pictures of your butt or your torso, the chest, I don't know, the boys post, the arms, the baddies. Like if you want to have a private page and, and do that and like sound, go for it. Okay. But ultimately, surely your business is about, like we said, it's about it's not about you, it's not to boost your own ego, it's not to be like, look how great I am and you know give me all the attention it's about your bloody clients and your service that you provide you know so I do think as well um like I just want to say as well for anyone listening who might take offense to anything we've just said (laughs) it's it's completely fine like we're talking from a coach's perspective like if you are someone who wants to be sponsored by Gymshark and get free leggings then that's completely fine like you can make some decent cash for that. Like, that's all right. But if you are a coach and you want to boost your business, build a business and be quite credible and not seem like a knob, then maybe not post pictures of your bum. Maybe not post pictures of your abs, post your client testimonials, post photos of your clients, post like wins that your clients have had and really put your clients in the spotlight over Mm. putting yourself in the spotlight. And I also think it comes from a, a... maturity standpoint as well like when you're younger you're not really mature in terms of business and you're not really not really mature at all to be honest like ah fuck I wasn't mature until I was about well maybe a couple of years ago <laughs> 22, <laughs> 22 so yeah two years ago but like for example when I done my first show that was when I was 19 I done the show because I was insecure about how I looked and I wanted to look better and I thought that I was going to get so much more business because I looked fucking incredible. I got less business. And then I gained 20 kilos, went quite chubby, cuddly, as you could say, and got yeah. and then got a lot more clients. And it's just it seemed more relatable. Well, I was gonna to say to you, like, do you when you were in you like you're like I think you've always been in good shape, but like when you were in what some people would argue was the best shape, i.e. when you were doing your show. I was going to say, do you feel like, did you attract any clients that actually stayed with you or that you actually really helped? Because I think, I think when you are someone who posts pictures of yourself, you might well attract clients, but I know now that that's certainly not the kind of client, people that I want to help or that I can help because if you come to me for something shallow as, oh, you're a coach and you look good and I want to look like you, like, I can't help you. Like, you're not, we're not going to work together, you know? Like, I I didn't actually get, any clients when I was <laughs> in that shape like I thought yeah, like yeah. you know 
it just I think it depends on your niche as well. Like I think that's another thing that we would have jumped in to talk about. If you're a bodybuilding coach or a physique coach or you're a power lifter and you want to coach people to become a power lifter, posting a lot of your own stuff is probably going to be quite motivational for, for some people who are like that small niche, but it's a very, very small niche. When it mm-hmm. comes to like the general population, there's very little people that actually want to jump on stage and be judged by four people for how they look. Or I can't fucking believe I've done that. Um, or, <laughs> or like be a power lifter. Like not many people want to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's a case of it completely depends on your niche. But if your niche is like the general population and people who are not confident in how they look or their body or just in how they feel, then posting pictures of yourself is just a bad idea. But if you have a specific niche of Mm -hmm. bodybuilders or something along the lines of that, then it probably is going to be quite beneficial. So it does work for some things. Yeah, I think so. Um... I think, and it's interesting, like, so the clients of the clients that you have now, do you think any of them came to you because of the way you look? Not one. Are you sure though? Like, see if you, if you didn't look the way that you looked and you, and you didn't look fit and you didn't look strong, like, do you think maybe something, you know, under the surface, they're like, they just, you seem, you look like a more evil coach, like who knows? Possibly, but... I don't think so because if you look at my Instagram, when was the last topless picture? There's probably one in the last 40 posts. So yeah. I don't post, I don't really post workouts. Only stuff mm. I post is like helpful content or content that's going to hit home for people to make them like be like, oh shit, like I want to make a mm. change. So like it's content to help other people and it's it's never really pictures of me topless or that anymore. I try to steer away from pictures of me mm-hmm. <laughs> like I do because it's not about me yep I think so. I think absolutely like it's like we said before you're here to help people and even things as you know I really try and stop and think now and again in six months time I'll probably look back at stuff I'm post now and maybe still think that I was like subliminally using my body but I'm really like actually trying not to do stuff where something as simple as like oh I'm going to take a video of me working out you know you can angle it so like you look really good and it catches you in the best angles and talk about that but, oh no the angles the oh, angles so like really but things like if i'm if i'm taking if i will if we're ever in the gym again and i ever get to the barbell squat again in my life <laughs> like <laughs> i don't need to be taking a video from like the back right i don't need to be taking a video of my pull-ups with my like with my, with my butt in the middle of the video do you mean like there's ways of doing it which you know, you can't hide your body at the end of the day, like, you can't, like, walk around wearing a plastic bag <laughs> when you're training and be like, nobody look at me. But at the same time, there's a way of doing it where it's not just so explicitly obvious that you're trying to, you know, flaunt your assets, shall we say. Yeah, like, I feel, like you say, like, you can't hide it, but there's, like, a conscience and subconscious. Like, you sometimes you'll do it, and you not really realize but like it's not really your fault if you are mm-hmm. big arms or big bum whatever like you can't help that but I see it riles me up I see so many and I don't want to I'm gonna have to but it's predominantly women like that I see on social How dare media. You? like but you would agree with me uh, yeah of course <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot of like and you know what? I don't actually think it's because women prefer to do it over men. I think it's just because women hype women, which is what a lot of women have that guys really should have, but it's frowned upon in a sense. That's why guys don't do it. Like, you'll never get a guy going to a guy commenting on a photo being like, nice abs, bro. Like... <laughs> you do so. You get that all the time on Instagram. No, but like, not like in a sincere way like if a girl posts like I don't know I don't some sort of photo or if a girl for instance if a girl posts um saying that they've had trouble with their eating and they write up a caption about it you'll get a lot of women hyping the women up 
Mm-hmm. Whereas if a guy was to post that, you, you, you don't really get a lot of hype. Like the hype around women, the hype for, for women from women is a lot more than the hype from men for men, if that even makes any sense. I mean, I leave it. I guess it's just, again, it's more, it's more socially acceptable that women are more express their feelings more or you know support people more there's still that thing I guess so guys you know if a guy does post that he's been struggling with his eating like you said it, it's still not really socially acceptable for another guy to say oh mate like are you okay do you want to chat which is messed up and yeah it's, it's ridiculous it's but do you feel do you so do you, do you feel like is that why you feel like women do it no do so uh, so what I, I mean I was on a bit of a ramble there but where I was getting <laughs> on to was women are more likely to do it because they know it's going to give them more engagement now mm. and this is a standpoint from people who maybe want to be an influencer like if you mm. it's easier to become an influencer by posting slightly explicit photos or recording your RDL from behind right up your arse like yeah, that's yeah. that's going to be a lot more I want to say entertaining for people which is not really the right word to use but like that's that's what's going to get the likes and that's what's going to drag people in that's what's going to get people sharing and it's just Mm -hmm. unfortunate that that's kind of the only way that they can do it because if they didn't like and you Mm -hmm. start posting it just like boring angle I say boring Mm -hmm. like angles that aren't going to get like the likes the shares the comments you're never really going to grow and if you don't grow, then you're not going to be able to achieve that goal of being an influencer or being like top level influencer. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, like... no, absolutely. I know what you mean. I think like my and your businesses could look completely different if we had decided to continue with how we, um, I guess, promoted ourselves or used our bodies to do that, right? So we easily could have probably gone down the route, especially when you were back in kind of your show time easily could have gone on the route of posting our bodies and using that angle of you know this is this is how I look so train with me because I can make you look like this and we might have been successful in a very different way I might be might have a completely different business but I think I've taken much more pride in saying okay I'm like I'm not going to do that and maybe we're not maybe we could have been I don't know busier or or more like quote-unquote more successful had we used our bodies in that way, but I just don't think it would have sat well with me and I just wouldn't have felt right at Morally, all. Morally, it would have felt wrong. I think so, because it's bullshit. Like, it doesn't matter how you look, you're not, you're, you are never, like, your clients still, I mean, your clients are mostly female, so that doesn't really work, but, like, your male clients, like, they're never going to look like you, ever. And it's not because you've achieved some, like, unattainable physique, it's because they're a different human and they're never, ever going to look like you. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Like no, <laughs> nobody is ever going to be the same. Like I hate when people like I've had people in the past be like send me photos of like people and being like, "This is what I want to look like. Can you help me get to that?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the past, I've had like someone message me like jumped on board in the ninety day program and being like, "Can you get me in this shape in the ninety days?" And normally, a lot of coaches will go, "Oh yeah, I can, I can," but. I, I was like no I was like impossible this person has one your body structure is completely different it's probably never going to look like that and two it's 90 fucking days this person looks like she's been on steroids for the last five years and she's been <laughs> training for at least 20 like she looks like she's probably late 30s like how can you really expect to attain that physique in the space mm-hmm. of 90 days like people want to rush to too much Absolutely. Um, and I think we need more coaches like that who are as, as uncomfortable as that conversation can be sometimes is to say to people, listen, you know, I, ca- I can't get you this result because it's unattainable or, you know, yes, this is how I look and you can use that to maybe inspire you, but you need to be completely clear as a coach and say, you know, I've been doing this for five years longer than you or I work out you know twice as much as you do like and, and even then even if you did do exactly what I do and do it for as long as I've done it we will never look the same we are different humans yeah right? um uh, right. okay <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say like 
I think that's changing. I think there is a lot more coaches coming out to be more like a coach rather than be a physique model. But I don't know if that's just because I've just unfollowed everybody that's like that. And I now only follow people that I aspire to be or mm. I really respect their business or like I like what they do in terms of like things with their clients, like post all their testimonials. Like I don't know if it's just because of that or if like it is actually changing. <laughs> like I think mm, I, I, maybe a bit of both. I, I think but I'm the same as you, all the kind of all of I've unfollowed all of that. Like I don't want to be part of that world. Um so I don't see it anymore, but it's definitely still out there, Dylan. I think it's just Instagram plays such a huge part in in fitness now. And you know, it's you're it's you're not gonna get engagement like you said earlier. If I post um, you know, if if I'm wearing baggy <laughs> baggy trousers and a big baggy t-shirt and posting a video on like press up form, that's not gonna get the same likes as doing squats in a fucking bikini, you know? Um, but it's like <laughs> Which, by the way, people are doing, you know? I never I'm, stooped that's that low. Why I'm, that's why I'm laughing, because I've seen it multiple times. Seen it all. But, like, that doesn't... I don't know. It's, so it's about, you know, are you doing this because you want to boost your own ego and get all the likes, or are you doing it because you want to actually create good content and help people at the end of the day? Yeah, like, I just... Again, I just want to stress, if you are someone that does this, it's completely fine. Like, from a perspective uh, of, like, you do you, like if it makes you feel empowered and it makes you feel great and you enjoy doing it, then fine. But we're, we're speaking from a coach standpoint. We're not speaking yeah. from a moral standpoint. No. And also with people who, you know, cause you could say it's quite, um, what's the word? Well, there it goes. I don't know. But you know, we used to do this. We used to use our bodies. We used to post our bodies online. So I was, a dick. So <laughs> I was a dick as well. Absolutely. I wasn't helping like, anyone. Like, I like was when I was what age was I 20 20 21 is when I so young and I had that account one of my Instagram accounts had 11.6 thousand followers I felt like a fucking baller I felt <laughs> great I felt as if I was like the biggest celebrity in the world and then I just realized that I was becoming a complete cunt and I deleted it and it's probably it's been the best decision of my life. Oh, absolutely. I, I just want to have a disclaimer. Sorry for anyone that finds that word offensive, but we are. Well, you're gonna say, I mean, you've already said it. It's too late now. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I see it. It's, it's in my vocabulary. The disclaimer after you've said the thing that you should have disclaimed. Great. Scottish. That's just all I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't drag me down with you. This is the voice. <laughs> um but no absolutely yeah I was I mean I wasn't I mean I wouldn't go so far as to say no I was a dick you're right actually you that weren't that sad. bad because I think I just that's, that's how we met we met obviously through Instagram mm -hmm. when we were both doing it <laughs> I know and I think but I think no but at least you were kind of upfront about being a dick like I was I was posting pictures of my butt and being like just embrace yourself and be happy like that's even worse because it's like <laughs> I think that's even worse to read. I, I should have just been like, here's my butt, have a nice day, which I think to a fear I actually did. But like, I mean, I, I was under the pretense of, oh, this is this is inspiring someone, this is helping someone. No, it is not. Go home. I didn't actually think, you, honestly didn't think you were that bad. I was pretty bad. Like. It's me. <laughs> I mean, have you seen I was upfront and open about being a dick? I wasn't. I've only really just realised that in the last year. <laughs> like, You're like, I thought I was a great guy. <laughs> I thought I was amazing with my bleach blonde hair. thought I was the fucking Doug's balls. And then I just realised, oh, no, I really wasn't. No. It's just like it is. It's just that thing of get over yourself, my God, you know? Yeah, genuinely. Um, But yeah, if you want to do that, cool. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. So what we're going to do is we're going to move on. <laughs> So basically, um, I asked this, so before we done the podcast uh, a couple of days ago, I asked on my Instagram story what people's opinions were. Should people use their body? Blah, 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 blah. And quite a lot of responses. So I'm going to go through some of them. In fact, no, you know what, actually? I'm going to go through pretty much them all. So someone said, if you can't diet slash bulk yourself, how can you coach someone else to do it? 
So, Bunny, with your little eye roll that I just seen there, please elaborate on what you think. Um, I had something. I had something in my eye, Dylan. Um, I th- <laughs> listen. I think a big thing, and I don't know. We might, this might cover what, what someone else said, but the whole thing of like, if you can't do it yourself, how can you coach someone else to do it? Or you know, if you don't practice what you preach, how can you coach someone else through that? Listen, I think a lot of coaches have or still do practice what they preach, and I think a lot of people have actually got themselves down to. A really I'm gonna say impressive but that's completely um subjective what you think about that but like a really impressive physique you've done it I've done it and have realized that you know it's shite like fuck this I'm not gonna you know it's it's not enjoyable it's not sustainable um you cannot look like that forever so I think a lot of people have done it they have what was it they have dieted down they have you know got themselves down to a good shape and I realized like, actually, now, nah, you know, I can, I can, I know I can do this and that's great, but I don't, this is not, this doesn't support the lifestyle that I want to live. Um, and even then, you know, it's not everyone, it's not everyone's goal, right? If you're, if you are someone who, who wants to coach people to lose weight, I think, yeah, it's, it's helpful if you can relate to that and you have maybe done it yourself and you can have that relatability with your client. Cause that's what's, that's what's so special about a coach client relationship is when you can relate. And you can sit down and talk about things that you you know how they feel because you've experienced it yourself. But I don't think you, it's not like a prerequisite to be a good coach that you need to have like dieted down and coached for yourself and got on a bodybuilding stage. It's like, no, I've never done it. And I certainly will not. I wouldn't recommend it, Bonnie. I really no. wouldn't recommend it. Um, um, what do you think about them? Yeah, I agree. I'm just looking through. So obviously they were the questions that people put in like the little comment box, but some people replied to the story with a slightly bigger answer. And um, I know this one's going to get a bit of a reaction from you, Bonnie, so I'm going to ask it. <laughs> so somebody said, now listen very carefully. <laughs> Imagine a driving instructor that couldn't drive or a maths teacher that couldn't do the nine times table. You wouldn't go to them, would you? Please, Bonnie, have a rant. <laughs> I mean come on that's ridiculous because everyone has people the, the classic thing that people say is you know you wouldn't go to a dentist who had bad teeth right and I just think like it's just a different it's just a whole different thing you, you can't compare it like, and I'm just gonna say like obviously like a driving instructor they can't drive obviously you wouldn't fucking go to them they can't drive <laughs> just because someone's not and like your ideal mm-hmm. like aspired shape that you want to be in doesn't mean they can't get other people in shape like it's just a fucking stupid comparison and if you're listening whoever said that because i know you actually might be i'm not uh, sorry <laughs> like, i'm really not not even a wee bit no i oh i do i do get the whole thing of you know you wouldn't go to a dentist who had bad teeth i do understand that because I, I do understand why people would want to go to someone where it's quite clear that they know what they're doing but I just think it's really different when it comes to coaching their physique because then like Dylan we're just humans you know like we, we can't look like supermodels all the time it's not sustainable it's not enjoyable um so I just I, I, I just I would love to know you know the people who say this the people who are like you know you, you wouldn't go to someone who couldn't what was it drive fucking whatever um like have they dieted themselves down have they gone down to that shape that they want every coach to look like and if they've seen what it's actually like and if they've seen how hard it is and how much it messes with your head and you know because if they have then I think they would understand that it's actually it's not a lifestyle that anyone really wants to yeah they've not they've not <laughs> okay I don't just mean that one person in, in particular I, I mean like anybody that says that's either very self-obsessed with their body and they want to be a bodybuilder or they've not done it quite frankly um I'd say like some of the some of the coaches the best coaches that I know whether I know them personally or or kind of online like I couldn't care less how they look and I don't I don't know if any of them have a, a particularly outstanding physique like I just know that they're great they know a lot they're really educated they're professional they can coach really well and that's like that's all that matters you know yeah, for sure. It definitely is. Like when I first qualified, um, 
one of the coaches who kind of like mentored me in a sense. He wasn't in a t-shirt. You, you probably wouldn't even re- really think he went to the gym, to be honest. But it was a, now this is a mouthful. It was a quadruple level four master trainer. And he was, he's dealt with a lot of people from um, like the Olympics and like really high-end competitors and like sports people. And just because he's not in the, the best of shape, I mean, doesn't mean to say that he's not great. He's He's in the top five in terms of qualifications, top five percent of personal trainers in the UK. And he was the first person in Scotland to be qualified as a level four strength and conditioning coach. So just because he's not some shredded fucking beast doesn't mean to say he doesn't know his job. I'd rather go to him than someone that's in really good shape. So 100 percent Because I think as well, like when you I don't know if it's possible. Mm, I mean I might regret saying this, but like, I don't know if it's actually possible to, for you to get into the level of that physique that people think is, you know, makes you a, a suitable coach, right? To get to that level, you need to be like, you need to be disciplined. You need to give a lot of time to it. You need to give a lot of effort to it, which maybe means that you can't put as much effort and time into your business and therefore provide as good a service. So like, I think the best coaches don't always look that good because they just don't they just don't have the time or don't want to put the energy into looking that way do you know what I mean I feel like that didn't come out as I wanted it to come out no I get what you mean you didn't say anything offensive Bonnie didn't worry you're fine no but I just meant like I don't know what I, I don't even know what I said now so. <laughs> um yeah so there's a couple of I mean there's loads but I'm going to just there's only a couple more that I think might get a bit of a reaction from you which is what I'm wanting <laughs> um <laughs> So this next one um, shows you walk the talk and it's the best advert you have. Oh. I'm, so glad you, I'm so glad you said that one because I, I, I just think, right, here we go. I think, because that was something I think I was told or, or believed when I first came along. Because when you think when you're first starting out as a PT, and you might agree with this, when you're first starting out as a PT, you don't have results. You don't have anything to show for your business. All you have is you. So that either needs to come out in your personality, your story, or your physique and what you can do physically, right? So I think it's easy at the start to be like, okay, I need to make an impression. And so I'm, you know, people might fall into the thing of being like, well, I need to have this banging body. Um, and that can be an advertisement, but at the end of the day, like it's, it's professionalism that you're, professionalism in your business that you're selling. And that doesn't come necessarily from your physique. Like you can, you can, um, what's the word? You can portray your professionalism in, in many other ways that have nothing to do with your body, right? Like, yeah. what if you what if you have an amazing amazing body, but you come in to the you come into work every day with your clients, and your hair is a fucking mess, and you're late, and you're sloppy, and you're not dressed well, and you're not paying attention to them, and you're on your phone. Like, that's far less professional than just being a kind of average looking person, yeah. but you're for your clients, and you look clean, and you look tidy, and you actually give them a good service right yeah i think the feel again like you said that is what i got drilled into me when i first started despite even at your pt course as well like it's what you get told like you're a walking advertisement but let's like you walk down the street and you're in good shape it's not going to get you clients you walk down the street with a t-shirt on it that says dylan money coaching and then it gives your website and instagram that's maybe going to get you clients like you're not it's a fucking bullshit quote you're not a walking advertisement. Yes, being in more a slightly better shape is going to have people like maybe talk about you a bit more. If you're like a PT in the gym, you're in good shape. They're like, oh, this guy's in really good neck or she's in really good shape. So it maybe gets more people talking about you, but it's like more people would talk about a coach if they showed good results and didn't look obsessed with herself. So yeah, I agree pretty much with everything that you said. Um, I'm going to ask a couple more. I mean, a few of your clients. That, I was going to say, like, does that, that kind of comes under as well, like the practice what you preach thing, you know, like it shows that you walk the talk. Well, like, I think, I think it's important. Okay, let me ask you, like, do you think it's important that a coach practices what they preach? Yes. So, right, I'm going to give my, <laughs> right. I, in terms of being in shape, right. I think a coach should have been like, I should have went through the struggles of getting in like from like, it's hard to, I mean, like, hmm, I don't know how to word this. Right. So I feel like, cause it, 
like somebody might become a PT who's already in really good shape. But mm-hmm. say you're a PT who's maybe out of shape, right? And you've just become qualified. I think it's important for that coach to get in shape, but it's nothing to do with to show that you can do it. It's so you can understand your clients on an emotional level and have mm-hmm. that emotional connection with them so you know exactly what they've went through, so you know exactly how to adapt and change like what they're going through so they can get the best results possible. I don't think it's nothing to do with... So practice what they preach so you can relate to your clients rather than so you can boast about you getting in shape. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, yeah, I think the, my, the clients who I... I'm like, I've got some weight loss clients and they all do really, really well and they do a great job. But I think the, the, the clients that I just maybe understand more and can maybe even help more are the ones who I feel went on a similar journey to me or are on a similar journey to me, right? And it's not to say that that's the only lane that you're stuck in and it's the only people that you can help. Like I said, you can kind of branch out from there, but exactly what you said, like ultimately you're going to be better at helping the people that you can empathize with and you can sit down and be like listen I know how you feel because I've been there right um but I think yeah like you, you practice like you know practice what you preach I think it's a bit of a slap in the face if I'm sitting there saying to my clients right guys like let's keep the vegetables high and let's get the steps in and let's work yeah, out five times a week. yeah and I'm sitting there stuffing my face and like haven't left the house for three days like, I think that's a bit rich you know yeah, like I've, there's a balance between it there's always like <laughs> I mean with everything that you go through deep quote there's a balance (laughs) but like yeah agreed I'm glad we agreed on that one as well um I do yeah practice sorry go ahead I wasn't going to say anything when you go (laughs) oh I just was like practice what you preach absolutely but again in talking about relatability I think I don't think my clients would appreciate it if I was this like perfect human being that every time they came on a call and I I was sitting there chatting about yeah like I said I've not skipped a workout for five months and I've got my steps in every day and I've like I'm this perfect human who hasn't made any mistakes like that's not relatable um so it's practice what you preach but I've had some really special conversations with my clients where it's been like listen I was supposed to work out yesterday and I just I couldn't like I just couldn't be arsed and then that's nice for them because they're like oh my god you're a human and you like you're not perfect either that's really helpful for them yeah 100 percent um two of your clients replied to it and you've taught them well because everything you've just said there is what they they've said so Legends. (laughs) Legends. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's two, two more that I want to chat about. Uh, one of them is going to lead us into a different topic. And one of them is actually kind of leads us into this topic as well. So somebody's given their opinion on it as well, but like expanded on it. So they've said, I think it can depend on their own mental health as well. That's a lot of pressure for someone to put on themselves feeling like they need to be a certain size slash body percentage year round. So, on you go. <laughs> Always make me go first. Latest first. Um, I totally agree with that. I luckily have never felt any real pressure and it's never affected me mentally in terms of needing to stay in shape. Um, that might be because I'm just naturally, you know, I don't I, I don't struggle with putting on weight or, or losing weight. Like I just kind of cruise it comfortable altitude um however I, I can imagine well it is hard sometimes and there's definitely times when I'm like oh you know what I could just I could just really do it with not working out this week and I could just really do it with sitting and eating pizza but there's that wee thing in the back of your head where it's like well this is your job so you kind of need to like come on you need to work out and you do need to keep eating well um so yeah I think it can be hard especially if, if there is this demand from certain people that you need to look like a fucking Greek god right that's not fair um and I don't know if people understand how how much pressure that puts on a coach mentally um what do you think I can fuck a coach up like it fully it it fucked me up like when I got because like when I first started PT and I wasn't in bad shape but like I went through a phase of being like chubby and like my diss at school that people used to call me was fat boy right and like although that's kind of funny at the time like but like it wasn't funny like I was that like I was that kid that wore the heart on the sleeve didn't really talk to much people about it but it really hit me right and when I become a PT I was like relatively 
in my mind, I was chubby because of the stuff that got said, but realistically, I wasn't. And I know that now, but back then, like the pressure I had to get myself in good shape. And then when I got in good shape, the pressure I had of just trying to stay in that shape, like just totally messed in my head. And it's, mm-hmm. I reckon I've dealt with body dysmorphia for the last, I mean, I'm fine now, but from, the, from when I first compete up until probably just before I moved to Australia, I was a little bit fucked when it came to how I looked. Mm-hmm. Like I would look at myself in the mirror. Like this is why like oversized clothes, like now I wear them because I like them and I think they look better and they're comfier but the main reason I started wearing oversized clothing was because I was insecure in my body and how I looked even when three days out of the show I was looking at myself like with another coach in the mirror like peeling my skin being like I am not ready for the show I'm not standing on stage and he was like mm-hmm. peel your skin again and I done it and it was like literally as thin as a paper bag <laughs> like and I was just like like it just it does messes with your head and I think it puts a lot of pressure on coaches but then the co- like you need to just realise it's not, this is more for coaches, um, it's not what's going to get your clients, so you shouldn't really worry about it. Like, Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think the best coaches are the ones who are, like we said, relatable and human. Um, and so, therefore, we also struggle with, you know, think how much the average person struggles with their body image. Like, why... Do people think that it's any different for a coach, right? Just because we are, are more more educated and we, well, most of us know what we're doing and we know how to stay fit and stay healthy and get get to our goals and get other people to their goals, doesn't mean that we also have problems with our body image um, a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people don't realise that a lot of people get into personal training and coaching because they want to sort themselves out. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Like, nobody gets, like, I never got into it because I wanted to help people to begin with. That that wasn't the, the thought on my head. Like, I was really? doing it because I wanted to educate myself to get myself in shape. And then I realised after I had my first client, I was like, oh, I feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> like, I, I help, like, I, I enjoy helping people. <laughs> so warm then that that's why I obviously continued it on but I didn't know if it was going to be a full-time thing it was just kind of to sort myself out and then when I realized that I actually really enjoyed helping people that's when I was like oh I can Mm. do this as a career type thing so like I don't think a lot of coaches get a lot of coaches either do it for themselves or they do it for the money but they, they quickly realize you can't make any money if you you're not actually passionate about it and you don't want to help people um, I think this last year as well, obviously, you know, the gyms have been closed for three years. Um, and <laughs> like, <laughs> I have like, listen, three years, fuck, has been away. <laughs> did, did no one tell you? Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, my body looks a bit different. I think, you know, it's again, it's probably in my head. Um, but I just honestly don't care. Like, I just really don't care. I know that my, I know that I'm the best coach I've ever been right now. I know that my clients are smashing it. I know that I'm really happy with where my business is going. And I know that it's not important. My, my clients don't care if my body's changed, right? Or how I look or whatever. They just care that I care about them and that I can do my job properly, you know? Um, so yeah, I think it can mess you. And there's probably a lot of coaches out there right now who, whose bodies maybe look a bit different after this last year. So I just want to say to all of you <laughs> um, that, yeah, as long as you're doing a good job and coaching people, then I just, what else can be expected of you as a coach? You know, you don't need to look. There you go. I just said you don't, you don't need to look perfect or perfect by the, by the, the industry standards. Yeah, society standards of what perfection looks like. But yeah, I just think as well, like, the, like what you said there, like the only person that cares about how much you weigh is yourself like as soon as you realize it nobody gives a fuck what you weigh like nobody's going to come up and have a conversation with you and go oh hi my name is dylan how much do you weigh because you need to be you need to be between this weight for me to be a friend like (laughs) come up and say that are they (laughs) so it shouldn't shouldn't matter like once you get over that um realization 
or come to that realization should I say that weight doesn't really matter then and I've, listen I've never heard of a client leaving their coach because they didn't like the way that their coach looked yeah right and if you well if you have done that and you're out there and you're listening to this I mean give a bit of a check. <laughs> yeah life come on <laughs> oh, oh, you know, it's oh. just, something yeah. actually leading on from that so when I worked with um, F45 in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, this disclaimer, <laughs> nothing to do with F45. This was to do with the management, right? So F45 as a company does not discriminate. It's just this specific manager that and owner, which I'm not going to name, obviously. So anyway, that's that was the disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> very shit disclaimer but that's a disclaimer um there was this one coach that i coached alongside and he was basically the only one there before i got there and he was uh doing really well i thought he was a fantastic coach always upbeat always had a laugh this portuguese guy with an irish accent really really like he's just legend of a guy right he was slightly chubby-ish right but he had showed me pictures of him and he was in fucking incredible nick about three years ago but Mm -hmm. some of the members complained because he wasn't in what you would class as society standard of or the industry standard of what's in shape and then he got his hours reduced now he Mm -hmm. got his hours reduced because supposedly the reason he got his hours reduced was because um he what was that again like folk like we're just saying it wasn't really that much a good coach but then i found out like kind of later down the line that folk complained that he wasn't in the, the greatest of shapes and um we ended up having to leave because like the half hours half hours where it wasn't like enough for him to obviously live so like i mean that might not be the reason why but he was pretty adamant and pretty sure that that was the reason why now that's ridiculous <laughs> but it's also i think that's ridiculous from a like people standpoint not even just a coach's standpoint or manager standpoint like how fucking low do you have to be to complain about someone in that sense like if they're hyping you up and they're a good coach and they're pushing you through your workout what's your fucking problem yeah absolutely agreed 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 it's not about them it's about you yeah exactly so that leads me into my next thing i was going to mention one of the comments that um the responses but this that story was a good one to lead me into it do you think um, a coach has to be in shape? Um, again, obviously, the whole like in shape can mean so many different things for different people. And but if we're going by yeah, the industry standards of the classic sort of pin up, um, no, absolutely not. I think again, like practice what you preach. I think it's like we said earlier, a bit of a slap in the face if you know if my coach, you know, if I was chatting to him one day and he was like yeah no I've not worked out for three weeks just can't be arsed can I and just been staying up all night playing cards and like eating pizza then I'd be like well mm, you know I would want him to be practicing what he preaches but I don't think you need to be in shape at all and I think again it's that whole thing of like even if you are in great shape some of the worst coaches are probably in the best shape right well best shape by the standards yeah. um I think you can be you know being maybe it's not this the stereotypical having the stereotypical physique it says absolutely nothing about your ability to coach someone else well and get someone else results right like that's ultimately all that matters so yeah I think it's probably good to be healthy and to or and to train and to just and to be quite passionate about that lifestyle um and it's maybe helpful like we said earlier to have gone on the same journey of the people that you're trying to help um but i don't think you absolutely don't think you need to be you know the model yeah i i think you need to judge like not judge that's the wrong word you need to um know the person's background and story before you before you have that judgment because for all you know you're maybe seeing this person who is a personal trainer who's a little bit overweight but for all you know that person has become a pt because they've just lost 10 stone 100% exactly and and they've been through that like I think you don't have to be in shape like to like the industry standard but 
like you kind of have had to have went through some sort of journey to then have that emotional connection with people like I said earlier but in terms of like you having to be shredded or have a big arse or like mm. be strong even like you don't like you don't have to be strong I'm not fucking strong like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really I'm not that strong like I said the last thing we need to be trained legs fucking hell I was bursting <laughs> I was bursting about half an hour just forever listening we trained together once and it never happened again yeah it's not because of the pandemic <laughs> I think no you're right I think you're like you're if you're like I'm as strong as I need to be some of my clients are definitely can lift more than me in some of their exercises 100% does it say anything about my ability to coach them no not at all like it does well yes it does sorry hang on <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie, I'll, I'll give you a second to get your words straight yeah. but yeah like my, me not being the strongest person in my gym or not having the best physique in my gym says nothing about my coaching skills as well are you sure you don't want to maybe think about it again <laughs> um, but you know what as well though I don't know if you hear this I still hear and I think it's probably in my experience I think it's I hear it more with the guys than the girls of that thing of being like, well, what does he know? He's, he's skinny or well, he's, he's like, he's overweight. What does he know? Do you, do you hear that? Yeah. All the time. From yeah. like within coaches, coach to coach. Yeah. That which I think comes, is my I, I think that comes from an insecurity standpoint from a coach or a coach that's not to, so for instance, um, when I PT'd, this is nothing to do with maybe being in shape, but it's along the same line. So, I done my qualification through exercise for less. And if mm-hmm. you were a level two, you were allowed to PT the level three. And exercise for less had four different rents. You could pay hundred pound a month, 200, 300, 400. The more you paid, the less you'd done for them for free. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point, and this is only when I was 19, I got to the point that I was a level two working towards my level three. So I was still allowed to PT. And I was busier than this guy who was, 29 I think it was he was like this military dude um like extremely qualified and he used to always bitch and moan because I was busier than him he's like you shouldn't be allowed to PT blah 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 and it's like you're just bitter mate <laughs> like I, I feel like it's the same sense of like when another coach tries to degrade another coach just with how they look or if they're not strong or whatever the case might be they're degrading the person because they've got their own insecurities that they need to deal with, or it's the fact that they're not busy enough, or it's something along the lines of that. It's never because they actually think that the person's not knowledgeable. Mm, agreed. But that's a shame because if, like, if, it, if it's coming from coaches, if it's coming from us, then no wonder it trickles down into clients. And that's why people make comments like some of the comments that you got. Yeah, exactly. Like I just find... Yeah, I don't know. My words got lost there. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. It's a big topic, you know. It's overwhelming. Yeah, um, it'll come back to me at some point. You you just continue on. Well, I, I just don't know what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I did have something to say when you were chatting there, but it's it's gone. It's totally gone. Um, But I think, well, no, actually, I was going to ask you, like, do you think when you first started, your body, the fact that you were in shape, obviously we're talking about should a PT be in shape, Oh my god sorry that's even my phone oh my god <laughs> did you hear that yes i heard that you just ruined the full podcast <laughs> um no so i think when i started obviously i was a fresh pt like didn't know anything um i think i can't deny the fact that me being in shape would have definitely been part of the reason why i became successful or why i got clients quickly so as much as I don't think it's important to be in shape I think it's still I don't know I think it still carries weight oh yeah it definitely carries weight like if you're in shape like people are going to be more likely to go with you over someone else and that's just well, how, and, that's just what society and they don't care is. yeah like they don't care what your experience is or what your results they're like you, you look good you're the one like I want I want you and I think now I would like my opinion has changed massively on that. And if anyone who did come to me said that, I'd be like, "Yeah, you're hmm. not, you're not, you're not, you're not a f- good fit for my tribe. You can piss off." 
you say that to people? No, of course not. Oh, gosh. But I probably wouldn't take them on because it's just like I don't want to have I'm very selective with people I work with now mm, I used to take on anybody and everybody but that just used way too much time and energy like I was just spending too much time and too much energy like trying to please people who had unrealistic expectations and all of that whereas now I have clients that are actually willing to put in the work and want to put in the work and want to make a change and have a real deep reason why and they have respect for me and trust me in a sense whereas like when I was 19 I would take anybody on and I would take I would tell like I was an idiot I would tell people that I could get them fucking shredded in the space of like six weeks (laughs) just because I needed clients like and then it, it was bad because I didn't get them in shape. <laughs> it didn't Liar. help. No, but I think, and that's probably what makes you more valuable as a coach now is that you have made those mistakes, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I like to, um, I like chatting about the mistakes, like mistakes that I've made in business, mistakes that I've made dieting, mistakes that I've made, like just in general, because it, one, it's more relatable. Like. A lot of people have done the same things. Two, it can help someone not make the mistakes. And three, it just makes you seem like a better person. Agreed. Absolutely. A human being, Dylan. Exactly. You're not a... Perf- I mean, perfection doesn't exist, so I didn't know where I was going with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know what you mean. I feel like because it's on Zoom, there's like some sort of lag. So every time I think you're going to speak, I don't speak, and then nobody speaks. <laughs> I'm just well. I'm just ready. To, I, I mean, I just feel like I've said everything I need to say. Yes. So they are, and I, I, I'm kind of shocked by that that both of us have nothing else to say. <laughs> Shut up for once. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's it. Done. The podcast is finished. We've spoken about. Moral, what's the moral of the story? Don't judge a book by its cover and you don't have to be in shape to be a PD to a certain degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that was the second question. I don't even know if that was the first one. I think we've went on so many tangents that um you should you you, you can use your body to promote your business if you want. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> <laughs> that was the main <laughs> that was meant to be the main part of the podcast um awesome. you've chosen yeah. to to stop, to stop yeah. you can use it if you want but you're going to look like a bit of a dick um well you can't say that that's not fair you no, can't be like do what you want but i think you're a dickhead that's <laughs> not what i'm saying <laughs> like, you can do it if you want but it's going to be more beneficial if you don't and you push your clients yeah or or yeah agreed yeah, you're not a dickhead. <laughs> it's said now, Dylan. You've said it now. Um, but yeah, I think I've just been brutally honest. Take it from two people who have been there, done that, sullied our, sullied our um, Instagrams with with pics. You know, like it, it didn't get us anywhere at all. And in fact, now I'm 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 like spend time every day on my Instagram going through and deleting people who I don't think like people who follow me who I'm like well you were here for the butt and the butt's gone yeah I I've unfollowed this is more on my personal account not my business but I've unfollowed people that I'm just like why are you following me bye yeah like I don't, I don't want like some you know like some wee guy in Costa Rica who's following me like I'm like I'm, I'm never <laughs> like I'm never gonna help you oh, you're not name. here to join my team so oh, nice bum babe yeah nice bum, exactly so I'm just because you just don't need it you know and I don't need the I don't need that anymore so I've, I've just doing that for so long you know we now spend time trying to undo it yeah, so just don't exactly just, just don't do it um again this is from a coach's perspective I feel like I really need to make this clear so I don't sound like a complete knob this is for yeah. coaches from a coaching perspective if you're doing it for the clout and for the free leggings that's completely fine. If you want to get sponsored by Gymshark, amazing. Because to be honest, you can get paid a fortune. <laughs> so send us send us a free pair of leggings, you know? Yeah, you... Well, maybe not send me leggings, maybe like a pair of shorts or something, but <laughs> t-shirt. 
But yeah, that's um, pretty much us done. If anybody has any opinions, message one of us on Instagram. I'm going to fire both our Instagrams in the comments below. We're also going to make this a regular season. Season? A regular... Make it a series. Bonding with Bond. <laughs> Bonding with Bond. <laughs> and yeah, we'll just chat about different topics and really whenever Bonnie's free, we'll record them. I'm actually really busy, Dylan, so... Fuck you. <laughs> it'll, get, it'll get done every two, three weeks. I'm just trying to gauge your opinion here. 100%. 100%. Right, okay, sweet. Well, if anybody has any other topics that you would like us to chat about, because it doesn't necessarily have to be all fitness based. The first one was on relationships, which maybe gave much help people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> most, it's the second most viewed podcast. So. I don't know if it's just because of your soothing voice or if it's because we kind of gave some good advice, which I probably reckon I didn't. <laughs> so Yeah, I don't remember what, I don't remember what I said, but I don't think I don't recommend it anymore. <laughs> I take it back. Yeah, just listen to hero hero mods. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna fire both of our Instagrams in the show notes, whatever that means. I hear people say that on podcasts and I don't really know what it means. <laughs> Yeah, the show notes. I don't know I, why are they called I always the show try notes? to look for show notes and I can't ever find them. So I think it's the bit underneath, but isn't it just like the caption, the blurb? Yeah, just 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 find an Instagram somewhere on your phone page. <laughs> and then on ask your phone questions. page. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening if you've got this far because it's been about an hour. And we'll see you in the next one. Take care.